Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to Love Yours. I'm Charlotte Tahira and we are all the way on principle six. We took a little break, mainly because I started this podcast on my journey to self-love and recently I've been feeling low. There's been a lot going on in the news, in the world and I just haven't really had that focus to make a podcast so I took a little break but we're back. It's principle six, live your truth from Charlemagne the God's Black Privilege, opportunity comes to those who create it. Now, I'm not surprised this is in Charlemagne's book. I don't know him personally, but I definitely know that he's someone who loves to be honest, blunt, raw. So he basically uses this principle to explain that if you're honest about yourself and own your truth, no one can harm you. And he uses actually 8 Mile as an example. Just in case you haven't seen 8 Mile, it's Eminem's kind of film about his life, loosely based on his life. And he's referring to one of the scenes towards the end where he's about to have a battle rap and Eminem basically goes first and says every insult about himself under the sun. So he chokes his opponent because anything bad that the opponent was going to say, Eminem covers it and then he has nothing left to say about him. Because it's true, if you say everything that's wrong about yourself, what can people really say? It's like when I let my girls know I can't afford that holiday. I'm trying to save to clear my debt and start saving for a mortgage. Instead of going on the holiday, which I could afford to do. It's not that I don't have the cash, but I need that cash elsewhere. So what, I go on the holiday, stunt on holiday for the gram and come back to more debt. Even recently, I went to buy River, my daughter, some new trainers because she's growing quick. She always needs new stuff. And I went to the cheapest sports shop I could think of, Sports Direct. But it still was £40 for two pairs of branded trainers. Like, what's going on? So most people would have just been like, look at my daughter, look at her new trainers. No. I went on Instagram. I tagged in her four uncles. And I was like, if you want River to wear branded trainers, I need £10 from each of you to sponsor these trainers. Because... They're only going to last her six months. Now, everyone on Instagram assumes that because I work in media and in radio, and it's quite a glamorous industry, I'm rolling in it. But that is a lie, okay? I'm not. (laughs) Which is why I refuse to spend £40 on two pairs of trainers. Like, it's different if it's for me. My feet aren't growing anymore. If I buy those trainers for £40 or more, they're going to last me until they literally get mash up or holes in them. So I still like a bargain and I don't really like wasting money. And to me, £40 on trainers that are going to last six months is a waste of money. Mate, I even still get two night buses instead of a £30 Uber. Especially if I've travelled that day and so like my card is at almost its cap for the daily, the oyster rate. Then I'm definitely, I'm finding my way home on public transport. In fact, the only time I get an Uber or Bolt, because Bolt is cheaper, is when I'm with River and I don't have a buggy. Or if I'm like in bad health and I'm going to an appointment like a doctor's or a hospital or something where obviously like my health comes first over money. So yeah, I'm cheap. That's my truth. (laughs) 
And I'm not ashamed either. To be honest, I'm generous when it comes to other people. I like spoiling my friends. Um, and I like doing nice things for them. And I'm not afraid to spend money when I have to. But one of my richest friends is also one of my cheapest friends. She would turn up at a party with nothing in hand but still eat and drink. So I'm not saying that you should just all be greedy and, and cheap. But just be more cautious with how you spend your money. Especially if, like me, you ain't rich. So Charlemagne, although in his previous principles, has talked about his struggle with finances. In this one, Live Your Truth, he more talks about the fact that he used to get taunted about his nose and he had to accept the fact he had a big nose growing up as a child. Now, I don't know how much empathy I have for him because he was quite heartless with his insults and he made light of everything as a child. He used to really be quite ruthless in the insults he would say, which reminds me of my dad. But my dad was the adult and I was the child. He used to say some wild me I mean it gave me some thicker skin but it's still not the types of things I would never say things like that to River um because it normalized it and then when people at school would taunt me about things that was just what people do but my taunts weren't about my nose my main insult was that I was skinny and flat-chested run skinny run because I used to do track it's like do you even eat are you anorexic do your parents starve you? I've heard everything. Now, I eat a lot. I'm not going to lie. Like, obviously, I have my days where I'm really busy and I don't take care of myself and I live off like two meals that day. But generally, I eat my three meals a day, sometimes five, a snack in between. My PE teacher told me I have a high metabolism. That's just it. Like, I can't help that. My mum, at the age of 50, after having four children, could fit in my jeans. She only put on weight as she went through menopause. So maybe that's when I'm going to put on weight. Because after having River, a whole baby that I gave birth to, I can still fit in clothes from when I was 19. Like, I have not changed size since I was a teenager. I've been the same size. But Charlemagne says that when you are feeling low about your insecurities, whether that's your looks or your size, you need to ask yourself, what is your however? So I'm skinny, however, I have great energy. I'm flat-chested, however, I'm passionate. I'm cheap, however, I'm ambitious. I'm also very persuasive. Asking yourself what is your however, that's what you need to survive because that is what refocuses your energy onto the positives of your life and the positive qualities that you possess. If you only focus on the negatives and the insecurities, you carry that energy and you project that energy wherever you go. That is not good energy. You don't want people to see your negatives first. So you always have to be asking yourself, a bit like positive affirmations, what is my however? He actually uses uh, Biggie as an example. Because Biggie was a big guy. He weren't the best looking, but he still managed to get better girls, be a top rapper in his time. And make loads of money. He also says in this principle that you need to pick something you've always been self-conscious about. And start sharing it with the world. I actually did this at the start of lockdown. For me, it was my flat bum. So part of being skinny means that you ain't really got the curves. And I'm not being funny, but being in the black community and not having curves. 
you're like a target man everyone always wants to question you about your size and what your lack of curves and it's draining I'm not gonna lie so at the start of lockdown I mean it only lasted about a week I'm not gonna lie I'm very lazy that's one other downside to being skinny because I'm skinny or slim I should say I don't really like the term skinny I'm lazy when it comes to working out because I've never had to struggle to put on a pair of jeans things just fit I'm a perfect size eight so that motivation to lose weight or to get in shape isn't there I am very unfit if you ask me to run for a bus I will collapse but I don't work out so I said oh lockdown yes now's the time everyone's doing it I'm gonna build a bum I went on Instagram and I shout all my skinnies let's build a bum together I was sharing my little bum workouts it only lasted about three days and it more was for the gimmicks but I was literally like I'm gonna build a bum with you online so not everyone I know is gonna have seen that Instagram story it only lasts 24 hours but the point is let someone tell me I've got a flat bum I know I did a whole bloody story about it on Instagram no one can use my bum against me because I know I haven't got a bum yes it's sad yes I wish I looked more like a a j-lo bum or one of these instagram girls who just seem to have the perfect figures but I'm not going to pay for it and I'm too lazy to work for it so I just have to accept and share with the world that I don't have a bum and yeah you might catch me in a fitted dress and the wrong angle it's not going to look great but at least I already know that I'm aware of that in fact I'm so aware of that I sometimes dress for my flat bum (laughs) to hide it but at least the world knows and I've shared with the world this is what I'm self-conscious about and you can't hurt me with it now I'm not saying when people make comments about your insecurities it's not going to hurt it might but at least they're not bringing something to light that you're trying to hide because that's when it's going to hurt a lot more and that's what Charlemagne's talking about when he says live your truth if you live your truth it's much more difficult for people to find that angle to really really hurt you deep because they can't find it it's already out there it's already public knowledge so take that message of living your truth through the rest of this week and this quote is absolutely perfect to wrap up this episode It's from Chelsea Handler and it goes, laugh loudly, laugh often and most importantly, laugh at yourself. It's so true. For so long I didn't know how to laugh at myself. For so long I thought everything had to be picture perfect and as I'm getting older I'm realising no one's picture is perfect. So let me know what are your insecurities share them with the world or have you already shared them with the world i really appreciate you listening feel free to drop me a dm if you want to talk about anything that i've shared don't forget to subscribe follow and we'll continue with principle number seven on the next episode love yours an experimental podcast